0: Welcome to the Chamber Buzz with Bobby. I'm Bobby Vandenbalk, Member Services Director with the Exeter Area Chamber of Commerce. And in our podcast, you will learn how people got their start, what brought them to the Exeter area, and how they'd like to be remembered. We'll give you a unique look into the lives of the people that make up our community. As you know, we always say people are going to do business with people they know and trust. So let's get started getting to know this person behind this business. Today, my guest is Lisa Kessler, principal of the Kessler Insurance Company, located at 114 Main Street in Newmarket. And Lisa, you've been there for two years this month. So
1: a Massachusetts girl out by, in a little town called Holliston, out by Framingham and Natick out in the West, Metro West. And then um, I went to Babson in Wellesley and went there for my undergrad and graduate School, um, but when I was growing up, first when I was really little, I used to go camping up in Lake Waukeenee and fell in love with New Hampshire. And then my parents, when I was still little, bought a place on a little cottage on a lake and uh, started going there from the time I was twelve and fell in love with New Hampshire. So I happened to meet my husband in Wolfboro and um, and he brought me to the seacoast. So
0: <laughs> Wolfboro is such a great community, isn't it? Yeah, awesome. yes. love it it's there. So Way. What were you
1: doing in Wolfboro? So a couple of them, He was born, born and bred in Wolfboro, you know, grew up there. Um, our family camp is not far from Wolfboro.
0: Gotcha.
1: So, um, so we were introduced by mutual friends, and, um, and the rest has been history. For yeah.
0: 20, 28 it. years. Yeah. Oh, congratulations. We've
1: known each other for 28 years. I should just clarify that. We've only been married for, for 21 to
0: 23 of them. Well, that's still a long
1: time. Yeah, yeah. we still like each other. We're together every day and we actually like each other. It's kind of a Absolutely.
0: good for you guys. What was a typical day like in your household growing up?
1: Oh goodness. That's a great question. <laughs> it was interesting because my parents were worked a lot. Um, they, they were always, you know, somewhat self-employed or um, that for a while they worked for Calvin Klein and Yves Saint-Laurent. So they were manufacturers' reps for set clothing companies. Uh, those times they either were traveling on the road visiting their, their territory or they'd be home working in the home office. They had a home office long before it was school, before everyone was doing it. Um, so I'd get home from school and they were there, you know, and it would be me and my dog kind of hanging out. I'd be reading
0: books or hanging out with the kids in the neighborhood.
1: Yeah, it was pretty really nice, nice, laid back, easygoing childhood.
0: Nice, nice. Those were the days when you could go outside, play with your friends, and, you know, come home at dinner time. Right. You'd
1: wait till, till you hear the mom saying it was dinner, right? You'd hear them yelling and you just ride your little bike home and yeah. Right. Yeah. You just be pedaling along like,
0: oh, dinner. Yay. Get home before mom yells at me. Where did you go to school? What was school like for you? Like elementary into college?
1: Um, Elementary school. I loved school. I was kind of a nerd. I was the girl when my kids, when my friends were little, when my friends and I were little, that we would play, instead of playing house, we would play school and I would be the teacher and I'd give them real homework assignments and make do real lessons. Like I would photocopy pages of like the teachers had given out or something and my friends do school work. So, um, and that wasn't really popular for long. Um, <laughs> my friends boycotted me for a while. Oh my um,
0: gosh. Right, yeah,
1: kind of nerdy. Um, but I love school, school's great. And then I decided to go to Babson, which is a business school and strong in entrepreneurship. And did four years there, small local college in in Wellesley, Mass. And um, loved it. Absolutely loved my experience there. Liked it so much that even after working a few years, I went back and got my master's there. So my undergrad degrees in communications and marketing and my graduate degree is in um, small business management and entrepreneurship.
0: Nice.
1: Yeah. So loved it. Had a great experience. Very fond memories.
0: Good for you. That's great. So, what was your very first job?
1: Oh gosh, besides babysitting? I did some crazy first jobs. I babysat for a while. I did data entry at a company in someone, like, a, someone's basement. It was like, this was so far back. They had a whole bunch of computers set up in their finished basement and a whole bunch of us doing data entries a little like note cards and I would key them all in and, and, um, and get paid for the hours sitting there, keying in data. And that was like DOS old fashioned, you know, computers way back. Wow. I remember my mom had to drive me over there after school and then pick me up around dinner time. And um, so, cause I wanted to make some extra cash and I was recommended by my typing teacher. That's how long ago it was. Oh, was wow. Cool enough to do data entry. And, um, and I never wanted to take typing. And my father had one day I wanted to take physics. My father said, you will not take physics. You will take typing. And I said, dad, I want to take physics. And he said, I promise for the rest of your life, you will thank me that you can type correctly and quickly on a keyboard. And you know, this was with the old IBM Selectric um, typewriters, right? So, um, so yeah, the computers were coming, and um, yeah, ever since then, I'm grateful I can type correctly.
0: Isn't it, isn't it amazing? Uh, I know that that is one of the things that I think everybody should do is take a typing class. It's it is a it is a it's a good thing to learn.
1: Yeah, now the kids, that is the kids that have, they've been on keyboards since they were three or, or younger. So they just naturally do it,
0: you know. It is, it's crazy. Right? So fast, they're so fast. Kids are yeah. so crazy with that. Um, <laughs> what was the one thing that you took from your first job, whether it was babysitting or the data entry, mm-hmm. what did you take from that and utilize throughout your entire career?
1: gives you an experience or a lesson right everything you do you know whether it's attention to detail whether it's responsibility whether it's um, learning how to communicate with people and advocate for yourself or you know when you're working with kids and babysitting you know what how do you keep the kids entertained and and know your customer right like at that point they're your customer and you're trying to make the kids happy but you're trying to make the parents happy so you're trying to make sure the dishes are done before the parents get home and you you have it really nice and you know how they invite you back right or maybe give you a little extra, you know, a dollar or two extra tip, you know on a good night or uh you know get a little extra cash so you can get an extra ice cream at school or whatever and, but then the other part is equally as rewarding to me and that's the opportunity i have to to try to volunteer and give back in the community and that's something that i really get lucky that i get to spend a lot of time doing i get to belong to organizations like the chamber right where i had the opportunity to volunteer um, it's such a gift to me and it fills my cup every day. Oh,
0: that's so great.
1: Oh, goodness. yeah. I, I just, I, so I feel so sappy saying it, but it truly is what lifts me and, um, it motivates me. So I'm really grateful for the job I have because I get to do that stuff.
0: Nice. I love that. Let's talk a little bit about where you are now. Uh, I know you told us that you've been married and you've been married for 23 years now. So, um, do you live locally
1: we do, we live in Durham, which is like 10 minutes from our office in Newmarket. market. Um, we have been here for since my kids were little and love it, love being part of the university town. UNH is right down the street. Um, one of my little side hustles is, is to teach entrepreneurship at UNH as an adjunct. So I get to go to the school and see me with these young smart minds and they help keep me young. I do have three kids of our own who are right now 21 and he's at UNH in my in my class, which is hysterical. <laughs> a 19-year-old and um, and a 16-year-old who's still in high school. So, um, and two fantastic dogs that are just our babies. So, um, we're really fortunate. We've just how, a great family. How, how, did, that,
0: um, how did that? How does that? How does that work? How did that feel having your son in your class?
1: It's <laughs> awesome. He's a he's a great kid. At first, I thought it was it might be a little awkward, and at first, you know, we didn't say anything to the other students until like halfway semester when kids like it um I got a question and I said what is that and he said, you both have the same last name you two related at this point they all three of them have very different interests which is fantastic and we'll support that and when they're ready you know if they just ever decide they have an interest we'd be happy to talk to them but right now we're really fortunate that we have a fantastic staff that you know it's sort of our, that we actually just had a company luncheon today and it's our work family, like you know, you. It's just so nice. Like it's sort of the joke with we have one woman who's younger, and she's a recent high college graduate, and you know, she she tells us like we're her work parents, you know, like she's not from the area, and she's fantastic, and she's great at what she does, and I think you know the other two two of our agents end up being like you know big brother Connor and big sister roles to her in some respects, and just a really nice, fun, commun- you know, family oriented company. For, and we really want that culture. So it's been, um, so I feel like I have the best of both worlds, right? I have my my night family, my real family, and then I have our chosen family at work.
0: I love that. Good for you. And you all get to give back to the community yeah. that you live in. So, wow, that's perfect. Um, yeah. so last question for this segment is, yeah. um, where do you see yourself um, personally and professionally in the next 10 years?
1: Ooh, that's a great question. Um, I'd like to still do a lot of the things I do. I'd like to continue to volunteer more and give back more and try to help support both small and local business as well as some of the nonprofits in our community. Those are my two passion projects. Um, I'd like to see find ways to do a better job at that to make an impact. And at the same time, finding a little bit more time where actually dave and i take the same day off together that would be really nice we did it this week which is the first time since july and before july i can't even remember when it was Um, (laughs) we work an awful lot so i would love to see us having a little more flexibility where we get to get to do a little bit more personal fun stuff both are so passionate about our work and love what we do that at least that doesn't feel like
0: work well it does finding that work life balance is so tricky and especially when you own your own business it's even more challenging Mm -hmm. Um, you have some I I know you have a lake a lake house or you there's some place that you go in the summer and are Mm -hmm. able to spend a little bit of time so decompress a little bit so that that always seems very nice
1: yeah, we, we work hard. That I try to figure out, I try to do as much as I can from September to June. And then in July and August, I try to, I kind of go dark a little bit. I try to spend a little more time not running to after hours or not running into networking things and just try to cool down a little bit so I can re-energize for September.
0: Exactly. Exactly. You know, we all are running as fast as we can. Um, so it's, it's, it's really nice that you do that for yourself. So congratulations to you on that. Thank you.
1: Doing the best we can.
0: (laughs) That completes our first segment. So we're gonna move into our next segment where these are 10 questions that I ask every guest and they're kind of fun questions. Um, So are you ready?
1: I'm always ready, Bobby. What do you
0: got? Okay, Lisa, what is your favorite word?
1: My favorite word, gratitude.
0: Oh, I like that one.
1: Always. I am so grateful for everything I've been given. I am so fortunate for everything that I have in my life. Yeah. Gratitude all day long.
0: Oh, I like that. What is your least favorite word?
1: The first thing that comes to mind is work. Because I don't feel like what I do is work. I feel like what I do is helping. And I don't like when things feel like
0: work. Okay. And that makes sense to me. Knowing you, I, I, I understand what you're, what you're saying. <laughs> What makes you laugh out loud? Just a total belly laugh.
1: Oh my God. Um, I have a best friend that I've known since I was 14 years old and she can get me to giggle and laugh like nobody's business, yeah. <laughs> and it's never anything real or anything that makes any sense. And sometimes it's just a look, and just, you know with something will happen and she'll look at me and we just lose it. Like, yeah, I love that. <laughs>
0: Uh, that's it's nice to have a friend like that isn't
1: it yeah she's amazing
0: <laughs> what absolutely <laughs> breaks your heart what makes you really really sad I
1: don't know um sad tearjerker movies and books and I don't read
0: a, I won't read a book that
1: doesn't have a happy ending that's like my poor neighborhood book club gets so frustrated with me because I will <laughs> not read them yeah I don't like things when things happen to kids or, or pets or animals like yeah none of that I I avoid negativity as much as I can I figure you know let's let's find let's find positive as much as we can in life and celebrate the good and um so yeah Yeah. yes thank you
0: you. what noise or sound do you love
1: the sound of water moving like like on a lake you know that that ripple water back and forth not like a full ocean one but because I'm a lake girl but yeah
0: (laughs) it is amazing and I there's Anything to do with water, whether it's a fountain or the ocean or the lake, you know, those mm-hmm. just from a boat just pounding on the yeah, love it. I, I totally agree with you. Um, what noise or sound absolutely makes you crazy? Oh,
1: noises or sounds that make whiny kids. Oh, right. Oh my gosh. Remember, I remember teaching my kids and doing the whole like, let's try this two ways. Mommy, can I have the, and I'd say, or you could say, mommy, can I please have? I said, which one would you rather give? Which kid would you rather give the the lollipop to? And they'd be like, the second one. (laughs) I thing. oh, yeah.
0: (laughs) Okay, Lisa, this is the one, the question I'm going to ask you that you have to mute yourself. So the question is, Mm -hmm. what is your favorite curse word? Mm -hmm. Remember to mute yourself for the answer
1: i've been raising my kids for so long. i can't think the last time i'd let myself curse (laughs) right like i'm just not like i'm i i force myself to be like an oh shoot you know kind of girl
0: that's good yeah that's not a bad thing
1: yeah i'm trying my daughter might say to say different because sometimes like once in a blue one i'll let one out but Not a regular thing.
0: What profession other than your own would you like to attempt? Ooh,
1: that's really cool. Uh, I think it would be fun. Someone asked me once, what would you do if you had a month and unlimited funds to do any profession you wanted? What would you do? And I said, I'd want to be a photographer in the national parks.
0: Oh, wouldn't that be great?
1: Wouldn't that be fun?
0: Yes, that would be really cool. The sights that you would see and the sunrises and the sunsets and the animal. Oh. It sounds awesome. Yeah,
1: that's that would be my dream profession. I think I have to learn how to take a better picture, but <laughs> in theory, if I could do anything, that would be cool.
0: I like that. What profession would you not want any part of?
1: Oh, a million of them. Um, medical. Um, I can't stand the sight of blood. Like oh, yeah, 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 no medical, no, 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 no.
0: no. Okay. So you, you, you wouldn't be able to do like injections or suture or.
1: Oh, my poor son, when he was an infant had to get stitches and I was like, hold the washcloth on his forehead. And then I was like, honey, you need to take them like in the emergency room. Like they were, I just couldn't. Yeah. <laughs> oh my
0: gosh. That's too funny. Yeah. My last question, Lisa, is what would you like your legacy to be? How would you like people to remember you or what would you like them to remember about you?
1: Uh, I really hope that I can find ways to truly build a legacy. I'd love to be remembered. hopefully I paid a lot more years where I can really make a huge impact and be remembered for, for just making a difference for, for sharing you know the gratitude that I have. I feel this huge obligation to pay back um, and want to make a difference. So hopefully maybe someday, someday when it's, when it's my turn, that's, that's what they'll say.
0: I think you have a really good start.
1: Well, thank you.
0: I do try. I, I, it is important. It's
1: truly important.
0: It it really is. And and um, I I have no doubt that you will give back, and people will remember you for that.
1: Yeah, and I don't do it because I want them to remember me. But if 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 I had to pick something you remembered for, it's much more important than that than you know a big grew a big business or was you know had tons of money or any of that. That's that's not. It's nice, uh, don't get me wrong. And the more money you have, the more, more you could do for others. But that's not what I want to be remembered for.
0: Well, Lisa, that concludes our um, interview today. Aww. Before we wrap up, though, is there anything else that you would like to share with us?
1: Yeah, I want to thank you, Bobby, for doing these things and all the work that you do to support small and local business. I am a huge fan of everything the Extra Chamber has done, especially maintaining through COVID and all the years that we have been members. Um, I am so grateful for for that sense of that, that community that you guys have built and supported. So yeah, thank you for what you do.
0: Thank you. I would love to have you give the website. So if people wanted to reach out to you, they could. So if you would do that for us.
1: Sure, it's pretty simple. It's Kessler Insurance, but we spell our name. The hard way, so it's K E S, like like the S S in Susan. L A R, because most people will it with two S's. So it's Kessler Insurance.
0: Thank you. I'd like to thank my guest Lisa Kessler from Kessler Insurance today. It was great getting to know you a little bit better. We also want to. Thank our listeners today. We appreciate you joining us. For now, you can find our podcast on the Exeter Area Chamber uh, website in Exeter, New Hampshire. The website is www.exeterarea.org. This is Bobby Vandenbalk, Member Services Director with the Exeter Area Chamber, signing off for today. But please come back and join us for our next The Chamber Buzz with Bobby. Thank you, Lisa.
1: Thank you, Bobby.
0: The Chamber Buzz with Bobby is built and distributed through Anchor by Spotify. This podcast is produced by the Exeter Area Chamber of Commerce. To learn more about the Chamber, visit exeterarea.org.